Welcome back to Couples Talk, where we're continuing our mission to help people communicate better, particularly in their relationships. My name is Steve, and I'm here with Connie. Hello. And tonight we're going to talk about how thinking produces your energy and how right action gets right thinking. Now, this isn't me thinking of this. <laughs> this is or my me. beloved Connie. No, I learned it from, I think Pinching it was Dr. Wayne Dyer. When, ah. when we change the way we think of things, things change. And I also know that every thought does produce a feeling, an emotion, which, of course, in, in the bigger picture is energy. And... Um, we also have the ability to change our vibration if it's lower. And I think we have a very good example of that this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's, I mean, for the lay person out there, they get, I know I used to do this. They get a little lost when they hear this term vibration because energy. it seems quite existential and kind of out there a little bit. So can you define that a little bit hmm. in layman's terms so i think everything is energy and everything does operate with a certain vibration um so it's like so think of a sad thought and and literally just Go into a sad thought in your mind and then examine how your body feels. Now, I'm going to explain this by exaggerating a little bit, but you will probably feel slouched over, shoulders apt to be together, head down, and, and your inner, you're just like curling into like a, a, a ball not literally, but energetically, you just, everything is closing up because of this sad thought and the heaviness that you're carrying. And then think about the very opposite. Think about like the happiest day of your life and it'll probably put a smile on your face and your shoulders are going to lift up and your head's going to get higher and then check in again with your body and energy and it'll feel so much more open. So that would be the vibration. So that is heightening the vibration and living in that place is not always easy to do. But I think the more we channel our not just positive thoughts, but because it's, it's what is produced from the positive thought, our reaction, our thoughts, our, our um, feelings, all that combined together is kind of what I talk about with vibration and energy. Okay. Right, we can call sense. it something different if you yeah, want. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, it's out there in the public domain. You hear it quite a bit, but I don't think a lot of people are acquainted with that. But I think that description was pretty good. So what we want to do is bring that concept into this this ability to think differently. And let me just say, some of us are more sensitive than others or more in tune than others or more affected than others. Like I have a really hard time in a room that's cluttered. I have a hard time being in a space that's really small. Um, I have a hard time being in too much darkness. And Steve, I'm going to talk for him for a second, but he can adjust a lot easier to those places. But when he steps out from the darkness and into a light room, <clears throat> I like it, an example of where he used to live and where he's living today, it's like he had no idea until we, I'm 
course, I'm always moving furniture, just shifting out the energy. <laughs> no kidding. But in his other <laughs> apartment, you know, his desk and couch and TV were always all in the one room. There was no escape and work. There was no place to be able to... To, to leave the energy of work and come in and watch TV and have a cup of coffee, whatever the case may be. And I remember um, once the guest room opened up and it was no longer needed as a guest room, we just dismantled the bed and moved his office in there. And it wasn't until it was out of the room, uh, the desk was out of the, the living room and in somewhere else where he could close the door that he could feel what I was talking about. I, I literally could walk into a space and see and feel what it's going to feel like. And he'll be like, do we need to do this now? And I'm like, <laughs> yes. But afterwards, and there's been many times after that, um, that he would say, oh my God, it's so much better. And it, it became lighter is what it is. And again, that's so the energy. Let me just tell a little story about Connie. So what I've learned about her is that there is absolutely no distance between a thought and an action because she'll come up with these these ideas like when I when we were first getting together um, and we'll go back to this moving concept that she just mentioned in my previous place and she'd say, what would you think about if we move this and that? And we go, Sound, sounds good. And then you'd bring it up again. So do you really think that's a good idea? I'm like, what, right now? But also keep in mind, <laughs> I've been thinking about that the first time I walked in there, the second time I walked in there, the third time I walked in there. <laughs> but until the guest room became uh, available, I did not verbalize it. And when I did, I'm like, why not now? Well, the key phrase is right now. <laughs> Next thing I you know, even, I'm hauling furniture up I and down the hallway. A Christmas, and... Uh, for Christmas, I bought him a T-shirt that said right now. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, you, you make the point that by changing things up, whether it's your atmosphere or your thoughts, you're changing the way you're living in a way. So and watching a movie, you watch a movie that's, you know, a comedy or a cartoon or musical. It's like be mindful of how your body feels. You watching a horror movie or someone getting murdered or stabbed, feel the difference in your body. Mm -hmm. You will feel clenched or you'll feel lighter. And most people don't check in with their body. And I'm... I won't say I'm always in it, but you can ask me any time of the day how I'm feeling and thinking. I'll be able to tell you. I don't need to think yeah. about it. And again, I'm very aware of um, the atmosphere. So it brings us to an example of this week. So I'm going to tell you the first part. We had stayed up too late the night before, so we had decided we we're going to bed at nine o'clock. Great idea. I think it was 9.15 we finally went to bed. And Steve can give you his version of <laughs> the morning, and then I'll give you mine. Yes. Well, by the way, this is how we bring all the previous discussion about thinking and, and attitude and environment and atmosphere. We bring it into how it affects a relationship. So Connie got up before I did. And I came out to grab a cup of tea and to sit on the couch. And I can't remember exactly what you said to me or asked me, but 
His energy felt heavy as he walked by me. I was I was absolutely tired, exhausted still. I was not waking up in a chipper mood. And, and I was. <laughs> she was. I wanted to connect with people on Facebook, posting pictures, responding to pictures that I had posted the night before. And I was like in a great space. Well, And, and then this dark energy comes out <laughs> and wants to sit beside me. <laughs> well, we were also woken up by some guy with a uh, leaf blower or some damn thing outside. And I don't like waking up that way. So that was in my mind. And I came out and the first thing I did is complain about that guy. And then I went on to something else and she asked, are you just gonna sit here and like make that your day? We went to bed early and you're getting up and you're bringing the leaf blower in here. Be to the, more like me is what I was thinking. The, the next thing you know, she's like, well, I'm the getting the hell out of here right no, now. No, before that, I said, why don't you just take a shower? Because what I was thinking, That's when true. you take a shower, that for me and not just for me, for him too, I know that it definitely switches your dates, which is your mindset, his pattern uh, all the time is he actually gets up before me most of the time and you know he'll come out and he'll enjoy his coffee and he might meditate whatever he does or tea now um and then he'll go take a shower and he does come out a different man that morning i'm thinking so i'm sitting there with my computer open i had some work stuff to do and i'm sitting next to him the couch was not long enough i could not stay in the same room and I just said, why don't you take a shower? And he's like, I don't feel like it. I'm like, you just want to stay miserable? And before I gave him a chance to answer it, I went, I am removing myself from this energy. And I just went into the office, closed the door, and I was feeling good. I didn't feel guilty because I really didn't hurt <laughs> his feelings. I just let him know I don't want to be in this energy. And I think, how long later after that did you decide to take the so shower? So after dropping all of my misery and tiredness <laughs> into my teacup and Drinking setting the it. teacup down on the coffee table, I listened to the suggestion of, um, why don't you just go take a shower? So I went and did that and I came out, to your point, a very different person because it woke me up and I was in a different frame of mind. Um, but left to my own devices, if I just sat there until the feeling went away and I didn't act on it, I would probably be, you know, in that state for, you know, a couple hours, you know, that's, that would not be a good place for you to be around. And so it affects the relationship. It really does. These little things. It affects the condo. It affects the energy that's in here. You know, whether we're talking or not, it, it, it is now part of the atmosphere. And I guess the good news is that Steve doesn't always feel that, but I do. And sometimes I wish I didn't, but at the same time, I, you know, I, I just do. And 95% of the time when I bring that to Steve, he's open to it. Not sure what he's really thinking all the time. <laughs> I probably don't want I'm to. I'm coming along. Um, so you did something often today. Often he'll say, guys, they're not like that. <laughs> like, he's energy as I am. You know, it's like you want to put the gender on it. Mm. Well, you did something today late in the afternoon or early afternoon, I guess it was. And you went to do work today and you had an idea, you know what, I'm going to get my golf clubs out and I'm going to go see if I can hit a, hit a nine hole round somewhere. And you went and did it. And you enjoyed an 86 degree temperature in the sun, 
you met people you haven't seen in what 15 years and you were able to join them on the course and and uh just have a, a fine fine afternoon and you had made a comment about that's great that that worked out that way and I responded with this kind of long, detailed text because it didn't just work out that way. I had it in my head that I wanted to play golf. I did have to go home and put my clubs in my car. I did have to swing by my work to do something else. Then I also had some training and a couple of calls that I needed to make for work. And by this time, it's like two o'clock. So I decided to drive um, up the street to one of the local public courses. Parking lot was full. And I had a choice to either say, this is not going to work out, too many cars here. But I'm like, nope, because I wanted to play golf. So I parked my car, didn't even take the clubs out because I didn't know whether or not they would actually even have a tea time. I walk up and I strike up a conversation with a couple of the starters. We're all wearing a mask, but, you know, we could still see that we were smiling, you know, through our eyes. And long story short, they more or less said to me, um, after I dropped a few names, uh, they said to me, uh, let's see what we can do for you. And it turned out they said, you know what, we'll be able to squeeze you in in an hour. I thought, great. And again, I could have thought, oh, an hour is too long to wait. Like, nope. I went down the street, gassed up, popped into the store and was back about 20 minutes before three. And I got out. I got out and played. And um, I was in between a foursome and um at one point, they asked me if I wanted to play through. I said, no, I'm actually enjoying it. wouldn't have made any difference because there's another foursome in front of them. But I thoroughly enjoyed just being there. And I was texting back and forth because there was a little bit of a wait in between every, every hole. But the thing is, stuff ju- doesn't just happen. You know, when and, and I worked out in the morning also. I'm mm-hmm. finally back with my trainer, which felt awesome. You know, but I had to get up at 6 o'clock this morning because my appointment was at 8.30 and I needed to go home prior to that to make sure that the new computer I had worked in my... So there was a lot of stuff that I needed to do to have the day I had. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I love, love having such a productive day. And a lot of it was just for me. Mm-hmm. And of course, then I'm saying, did you go for a walk today, honey? And I did twice, actually. It was very nice. Very nice. And I got a lot of work done. It was a productive day for me as well. So I feel pretty good about it. So what we're conveying or we're trying to convey is the fact that right action gets right, right thinking. thinking. And the right thinking gets you the right energy to do the things that you can be cognizant of doing properly yeah so that means don't wait till you feel like working out i think we would never hike again for as long as we live (laughs) if we waited for steve to say i feel like going for a hike but i remind him remember how you feel when you get in the car afterwards other than your knees are sore but remember how you feel every single time Either when we get back in the car and we're driving back or we're sitting on the couch, he will always say, I'm so glad we did that. Yeah. Yeah. He has to kind of do it before he can feel it. I feel it before I do it. I know what a shower is going to feel like, so I'm going to do it. He needs to kind of 
it, it, it's it's interesting. Yeah, no, I've been trapped thinking in my whole life. I've just been thinking before doing. And I think a lot of us are patterned that way, even from the youngest age. Hey, think through this before you do whatever. No, and I think, you know, this. it really bears mentioning that. And it's like seeing it, to believe it. It really is believe it to see it. Because if you can't believe it, if you can't think it, if you can't see it in your mind, it's very difficult to attain it. Yeah. And if you just activate what your vision is. Then Even what we're doing right now. Yeah, it just creates the thinking that allows you to keep going because it's productive. It feels good. It's prosperous. It's all the things you want. And it makes the relationship stronger because we're conditioning ourselves to be able to pay attention to each other better and conditioning ourselves to communicate better. So with that... I'm going to do the right action and begin to shut the podcast down for right now, which will allow me to think better about what podcast we're going to do next. And like the website said, if you have any suggestions or topics that you'd like to discuss or something that you're struggling with, whether you're male, female, it doesn't matter. We would be more than happy to uh, delve into yeah, that. Yes, send us your questions. Just go to our website, www.couples-talk.com. And uh, it'll be self-evident. Go down to the bottom of the, of the homepage and you can submit any kind of question you want or any number of questions. And you will get a male and female perspective. Yeah, such as we are. But <laughs> this is what we do. Or maybe an open and closed perspective or a low energy, high energy perspective. <laughs> Nonetheless, we're going to respond to you. So thanks very much for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.